and welcome to the podcast from Scoop Empire. This is Behind the Scoop with Mark. It's Monday the 18th of April and today on the podcast we well and truly go behind the scoop as we speak to the co-founder and chief of content for Scoop Empire and my boss, Zarina Khalil. We'll be talking about Scoop Empire celebrating its 10th birthday and what it's like to start a company and why they began this very company and also having a work-life balance which Sabrina is not very good at but we'll be talking about that in just a little while but first some good news for Ukrainians within the UAE the embassy of Ukraine took to its official Facebook page to announce that Ukrainians within the country can apply for a one-year residency permit to remain in the UAE Those wishing to take advantage of the opportunity in these special circumstances are advised to contact Tashil service centers in the country. In Egypt, Catholic churches have been celebrating Easter Sunday, which was yesterday. The Bishop of Alexandria gave the Divine Liturgy at St. Teresa's Armenian Catholic Church in Heliopolis yesterday. Coptic Easter takes place this coming weekend. And news from Jordan, Queen Rania has shared a photo on her Instagram of her and King Abdullah II of Jordan, who underwent emergency surgery earlier this month in Germany. The caption says, Grateful for the successful surgery of His Majesty, the dearest person to my heart. Many thanks to all Jordanians who sent their warmest wishes for His Majesty's swift recovery and return. And here on the podcast in just a few moments, I'll be speaking to the co-founder of Scoop Empire, Sabrina Khalil, on Behind the Scoop. And joining us on the podcast today is my boss. Yay, this is going to go well. Uh, Sabrina Khalil is the co-founder and also the chief of content here at Scoop Empire. Uh, Sabrina, how are you? I'm good, Mark. How are you? Very well. Now, yesterday you were mentioned on the podcast uh, by <laughs> Yasmina Issa, uh, who was our guest on the podcast. And she said the reason why she was doing the interview, she doesn't do many interviews, was because you had twisted her arm. You are very good at getting people to do things they don't want to do. Is this something that you have learned or has it been a skill that you've always had? First off, um, Yasmina Issa should do more interviews. Uh, she was so good. She is so credible in her field and she has so much to teach, but, um, no, I, I think that I'm good at convincing people to push their boundaries, but no, no, no arms are twisted ever. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, okay. Uh, well, I'll, I'll pretend I agree with that, but I don't know. My arms, <laughs> <laughs> my arms tell a different story. Uh, Sabrina, <laughs> Sabrina, I wanted you to be on the podcast uh, and talk to you properly uh, for a while because I wanted to talk to you about Scoop Empire and how Scoop Empire came about and uh, what made you start it together with the other guys and how did it all begin? So um, Scoop Empire started during the uh, revolution in Egypt 10 years back, um, or just over 10 years back. And it started with two friends of mine, Karim Al-Nagdi and Sherry Kileni. And basically, we didn't like how Egypt was being portrayed on Western media platforms. And we found that not enough of the story was being told 
And it was just kind of, it was very short-sighted. It was very immediate. It was very one side of what was happening. And that was it. And I don't mean politically. I just mean all in all. Um, This was at a time where we had pretty much just graduated. It was kind of supposed to be our leap into the big world. Um, Some of us, I mean, my generation, some of us had just started our first jobs or uh, were getting settled in those jobs or had a startup they were working on. And when it came to the three of us, Kareem, Sherry and I, we just all agreed on the narrative that was being told and pushed out in the West was just so biased. And you only heard about Arabs like when it came to like one thing, which was always pretty much negative, unless we yeah. won a prize somewhere or did one remarkable thing when Arabs were doing remarkable things every day in art. So we decided instead of sitting and complaining about it, let's do something about it. And we just started writing. Kareem has a background in websites and so does Sherry. And Kareem also has a web uh, background in design. So the three of us combined just brought something to life. I'm so humbled by the growth and by the faith and by the following because we really started this with only good intentions. And we started it because we just felt there wasn't a platform for the Arab world and people like us, you know, like who's going to have our back? We've, we've had incredible partners such as Google, Netflix, um, Meaning, multiple Western sites have reverted back to us to use our content, you know, representing the Arab world. And was there one moment uh, in the early days when you thought, actually, I think this is going to go on, this is going to work? Was there one moment where you thought that or you felt that? Honestly, there have been multiple moments. At one point, we had over 350 contributors uh, from around the world that just wanted to be part of it. And all these people were extremely credible people. Other moments have been when, like I just mentioned, Google uh, had chosen us for one of their first trip they had done for media um, in Madrid. And the only three like media entities that they had picked from the Middle East were us, CNN Arabia and Gulf News. This was in our early days. We were we were a baby baby. So when it comes to growing a brand like Scoop Empire, growing something from the start, how do you go about that? Uh, and what do you think is the secret to that? There's no secret. I think the formula is quite straightforward. Um, you need to focus. You need to invest. Uh, when I say invest, I don't mean solely money. Your time is worth more than most money you spend. It takes so much time, separate from the fact that it becomes a business, right? So you have to start making money. So you have to start thinking about, well, how are you going to make this money? How are you going to make this so that this becomes your full-time thing? And you need to start distinguishing and adapting. And I think the biggest problem when it comes to brands is they're not willing to adapt when ultimately it's not, that's not how the world works. You have incidents like COVID, for example, that came along and where the world shut down. And a lot of brands had to shut down with it. But a lot of them, unfortunately, it was due to not being able to adapt and to move fast and to take their brand where they needed to take it. 
Now, it could seem from afar that you're living a, a showbiz life because I know you go to all these showbiz events. You've got lots of showbiz <laughs> celebrity friends. Uh, is it all showbiz parties and lovely stuff? Look, um, as you know, I work very hard. I'm always working. Like, I, I'm actually one of those people that's mocked by all my friends or even my, my family doesn't mock me. They, they actually are not very happy about it, but it's a much more serious conversation. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but my work doesn't stop. Yes, and... I, I can vouch for that. Voice note <laughs> messages and stuff like that. They go on at all times of day, right? I mean, this is like, it's yeah. a never, it's a nonstop operation. I'm very, I'm very committed to what I've created. I've sacrificed a lot to get to where I am. I try to enjoy my life. It's just so important. If you don't do that, then you won't be able to give the next day. I was raised in an atmosphere where both my parents worked very, very hard. Um, they both come from nothing and they're self-made and they built their empire together. And I watched them do just that. But also, they enjoyed life, you know? And do you have and enough that, of that, do you think? Do you think you have enough I mean, of that work-life balance? I think now I'm much better. Talk to me a few years ago. I had no life. My life, I started the companies when I was 25. And I dropped out of university. And basically, for the first five years, I didn't have a weekend. I didn't have... I worked every single holiday. I was doing events um, with 1984 management. Even financially, my partners and I invested 99% of everything we made back in the company. So we are completely self-made when it comes to the companies. We've never received investment from anybody. So you need to give it your absolute all. And what I respect about my partners and I is that we had that same uh, ethos and uh, I have to remind myself every day when I do get bury myself in work because that's what I'm used to, to snap out of it and go to an art gallery, you know, go to something creative, refresh my mind. Well, exactly, because you were saying that you have the right work-life balance now, but you've taken a few days off and here we are. You're off right now. You're supposed to be enjoying some family time supposed and having a few days off. And here we are doing an interview and I've spent half the last few days on the phone. So you're in the UK. Just tell us what you've been doing because you've been at a very big concert that happened last night. Um, yeah, I saw Dua Lipa last night and she was absolutely epic. Have you ever not like like not known someone but been proud of them? Like yeah. I was proud of her. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like yeah. you can tell how much work like speaking of brands that have built themselves and so forth, you know, just watching her yesterday. And yeah, she's like really, really a force to be reckoned with and good for her. And were you singing along and were you, you dancing, you know, one, to pick up, yeah. oh, you know, you're always going when you're drunk and alone, <laughs> all that. We're actually at this concert. It's really funny because my mother was the one that really wanted to go. And so she found all the information. She booked everything. And then she just decided that this is what we were doing. And I was, you know, <laughs> down for the ride, obviously. So, so I'm actually here with my mother and my sisters. No, um, I love, I love that. that your mom your mom knows how to have fun. Yes. 
yeah, it has <laughs> to, you know, like it has to come from somewhere and just your surroundings are so important. And even if it means that you don't have time to plan, like in this case, my mother planned this, you have to be able to give yourself that kind of push to jump on the ride sometimes, you know? And so now we're coming up to the 10-year anniversary of Scoop Empire. Uh, What would you say after 10 years and what will the next 10 years hold? Um, I would say after the the last 10 years, I've seen growth, appreciation, and only room for more. And for the next 10 years, I hope that Scoop gives the opportunities. I hope that it shows the region in the light that it should. And a podcast that goes on and on. with Congratulations on your 25th episode, (laughs) Mark. Thank you very much. Uh, You've spoken to to some really incredible people. I know. Uh, We've got some really incredible people coming up as well uh, this week. And uh, thank you very much for being my guest on my 25th podcast, Sabrina. Thank you for having me, Mark. The co-founder of Scoop Empire and my boss. That is Sabrina Khalil. And my name is Mark. If you would like to get in touch and tell me what you think of the podcast, or perhaps you have a suggestion of somebody you would like us to talk to on Behind the Scoop, then you can email mark at scoopempire.com and join me again tomorrow on Behind the Scoop. <laughs>